Head over to BoardGamePrices.com to find the best price on Eco's First Continent and thousands of other games. Hello my friends, it's the Game Boy Geek here and today we're going to be building competitively the first continent with all sorts of water and grasslands and deserts and mountains and forests, all sorts of different animals like leopards and sharks and fish and elephants and you name it. Today we're going to be taking a look at Eco's First Continent by AEG. This is a two to six player game. Uh, it's sort of an engine building game uh, where you're going to be managing your cards and getting new cards and trying to run engines, but there's a lot, it's also like Gamer Bingo. Let me points. All right, the first thing I like about this is the cool theme. I like realistic themes. I like how this comes together. You're building the first continent. You're, every game's going to feel different because you're, everything's going to look different. Players are going to be playing different cards. Uh, and I like that you're sort of building things and the, the theme, sort of the mechanisms match the theme where as I, as I showed you, you know what? The shark gets in the water and it's gonna eat a bunch of things and get a lot of points. And a lot of those mechanisms seem to fit well as well. Uh, great production. Uh, th this, this stands out on the table. It looks nice. You know, those big chunky element tokens are huge. Those nice animal holder tokens. Um, you know, everything here just looks nice. The presentation's really good on the table. Uh, in the intro, I mentioned Gamer Bingo, and I don't say that in a negative way. I say it in like, I love it when games take simple mechanisms, even some from original classic games that everyone knows and loves, and brings them into gamer style games. You know, instead of saying B54, we say Sun, right? Uh, and it's, it's, it's even more so of a gamer version of that than say Rise of Augustus, which was a Spiel des Jahres nominee many years ago that had that thing where you pull out of a bag, everyone places something on a card. That was, at the time I called that gamer bingo, uh, but that was much more of a say gateway game where this is definitely has way more going on with it. I wouldn't play, this is definitely not a gateway game. This is at the very least a next step game, but even more so I'd say it's, a, it's definitely a, a gamer's game, but uses that bingo mechanism and uses it really well. I liked it in Augustus and I really like it here as well. Uh, I like that you're gonna get starting card sets of all different types, or once you know the game well, you can draft, which is really, which the game really opens up there. Now, it, when you're playing, and you can also mix and match. If a bunch of people playing are uh, experienced, uh, they can draft, and the other players that are, have not played before, they can just play a starting deck. And it's cool because now, you know, if someone watches me do that shark thing uh, once in any game, anybody that has that rhino deck, they're gonna be like, okay, watch out. They're gonna be putting the water out. Let's, you know, let's try to mess that up. Let's try to, some, some of the cards will to move animals around and things like that. Uh, and so uh, you, you can kind of watch for things like that, but if you're drafting, you don't, really, you don't really know for sure what strategies they're going for. But the starting decks are fine. They work well, they're balanced. Even the three starting cards give you a, sort of some little engine thing to start working on. I like that aspect. Uh, I like this game, you're building your engine and then you're running it a few times, hopefully, in the shark's case, just once uh, for a lot of points, but then you're rebuilding it, meaning, okay, I've built this thing up, I've spent a lot of turns setting this thing up with a shark and go in the water and eat four things, get my 21 points, but it's gone. So now what do I do? Well, I'm gonna be getting more cards and looking for other engines to build, hopefully getting cards of things that are somewhat set up on the board already, you know? Um, think of uh, Takinoko, where you're, you're, you're getting some cards, you're like, oh, okay, well, I only have to put one tube of bamboo there, and I got this one, you know, stuff like that. It has that little bit into it, and I like how you're building up an engine, you're running it a bunch of times, getting as much out of it, those cards are gone, okay, what's the next engine I can build? That's fun, to me. 
uh, I like that you're sort of setting up those big scoring combos, as I mentioned. The shark, uh, there's another one, there's a cheetah, where you can put it right in the middle, and all the adjacent animals it eats for a lot of points. So there's other sort of bigger scoring combos like that in all the, you know, the different decks as well. Uh, I like that gaining the benefits if you're not using the elements. So, hey, something's drawn, you either can't use it or you don't want to. You can spin your start uh, tile and then after a few times you can either get a cube uh, or you can gain a card or you can play a card and that really, it, it's really cool because it gives you things to do on turns that you don't want to use them which still benefits you in the end. What others do in this game definitely can affect you in good or bad ways. It's simultaneous, which is great. Uh, now granted, as people are doing things, sometimes they have to do it in order, but a lot of times, even when pe multiple people are doing things, it can be done simultaneously because they're adding things to their other cards and things. But the way that others uh, uh, can affect you in either good or bad ways, again, like Takinoko, where somebody adds a tie, like, oh, or they eat the bamboo and you're like, oh, I was trying to put something on there. S similar to this. Now in this case, everyone can see which cards you have out. And so they can look at what you're going for and sort of mess you up on purpose. But again, some of the cards you have are in your hands that you're planning. That shark card, I would have been holding that back and not playing it until you know it was time to play it and boom, it's done and it's gone and people didn't know it was coming. But as people are doing things, sometimes they know they're doing it, but sometimes they don't know. They're just doing stuff. They're paying attention to their own thing. And sometimes it can affect what you're doing or even some of the cards in your hand that you were planning on setting up for a little bit later. And it affects you. There's a lot of player interaction here that I like. Uh, I like that when you're gaining more cards, you've got the two stacks to choose from, uh, the points ones or the map setup ones, and you can take you know, one of each or, or two of both, or you can take one that's face up, that's cool, gaining cards and rebuilding new engines. And I like that in this game, as you add more players, it doesn't really add that much more time to the game. And I think the game is more interesting with more players because the continent's going to be built, more people are doing different things, and it gives you more options. Uh, the red cards, I didn't show those on, on this, actually I think the shark one was a red card. Uh, those are impact cards that allow you to remove things from the board, gives you more flexibility. It took, like If someone messes something up, you can be like, oh, I can play this card, this will remove this, that'll get me back on track. I like that too. Overall, this is a really cool game. Now, is there anything I didn't like about the game? This isn't necessarily a negative, but I felt the game was definitely better with more players. As I just mentioned, more options come out on the board. Now, there is a two-player variant I didn't talk about. You start with more cards, and you actually pull two of those elements at a time, and it helps sort of kind of keep things going quicker with less players. I wouldn't recommend this for new players because with having so many extra cards, there's a lot more to think about. If you're not familiar with the game, it could be a little bit much. And I still do prefer it with more players because it does seem like different strategies and more players are playing different things. And it just seems to grow a little bit faster. Uh, the spinning of the cards makes sense as you spin them, as you activate them, and you know when to remove the card. But it also makes reading the text on the cards really hard. Now, granted, you should say, well, you've already activated it once or twice. You should know what the card does. Yes, but sometimes you're going to have a whole lot of cards. They're all going to be at different spots. And it's kind of hard to kind of, it's a lot to digest. Um, I would have preferred seeing, maybe even just leaving the leaves on there, but just giving us like red cubes to put on the side or something like that. Uh, and once it's done, it's gone. I would have much have rather that. Of course, it would have increased the cost of the game, um, but I would have liked that better. The 80 point mark, in my opinion, makes the game a little too long for what it is. I feel like I've gotten engines running and I've gotten meat out of the game by the time we get to the 60 points. Uh, and there is a variant in the back, as I showed you, that you could just play to 60 points. So that's what I play. The 80s for me is just a little bit too long, but that's a personal preference. You might like the longer game. Uh, and then some of the rules, there's some little rules there, like moving animals. You know, animals can move in spaces that they that they don't normally can be placed in, but it can't go from land to water or water to land. Now, some of those make sense, but there's little rules like that. And then placing trees, 
uh, and when you can place them and how many each place, how many each uh, uh, trees a place can hold. There's a little bit of sort of fiddly rules there, uh, but they make sense once you've played it. But I really wish that the back of that start tile had those little extra rules there so you could kind of look at that in there. The, the tile didn't need to be double-sided for what it said. I would have rather seen those little itty-bitty rules that are hard to remember on the back of that. Uh, that's it. So overall, I really enjoyed this game. This is really cool. For me, this is sort of a, the best way I can describe this is it was a cross between Rise of Augustus by the bingo and placing the cubes to uh, evolution from North Star Games, which is like, okay, you've got these different animals, they're doing different things, you're, you're, you're comboing together cards with this card and trying to score points. Uh, and then also Takinoko, as I mentioned, as you're, you've got these goals you're going for, but the board's changing and it might change for the good or the bad and that sort of thing. So if you, those three games kind of have come together to this uh, a little bit. Uh, and, and I really enjoyed it. Now, they're going to be demoing this. This video is coming out right before Gen Con 2019. AEG is going to be demoing this all day on Sunday, dedicated at their Gen Con booth. So check it out there. Uh, this game, I believe, is going to be available shortly after Gen Con, or though, you know, closer towards the October timeframe. I'm not sh exactly sure, but that's what it looks like right now. Uh, but you can check with AEG to see when this might be coming out. Um, they also might be playing it at the, what they call their big game night at Gen Con as well. So you can, if you're at Gen Con, stop by and ask them if you can play it on any other day other than Sunday. This has been the Game Boy Geek, breaking down barriers, growing relationships through board games by helping you find the next one you'll love. Did you miss the Game Topper 2.0 Kickstarter? Have no fear. It's not too late to get in on the ultimate gaming accessory. Convert your table into a high-quality gaming table with a fully portable game topper system and take advantage of some of the best 3mm premium gaming mats in the industry. New styles, new sizes, and new accessories can be yours. Upgrade every game you play by late backing now at GameToppersLLC.com.